You are listening to ACPN. Welcome to Rewind Cinema, the podcast where we go back in time and randomly select a movie to watch and review and give our thoughts about it that are uneducated just for you, the listener. My name is Gabe Whitehurst. I'm sitting here with one of my best friends in the world. His name is... <laughs> that's my snake that's, voice. <laughs> um, that's uh, snake speak for Matt. That's snake speak for Matt. I've What's, been studying diligently. Rosetta uh, Stone for snakes. Parcel tongue. That is what they oh, call it in Harry Potter, right? Oh, yeah, that's right. Parcel yeah. tongue. You freaking nerd. Um, yeah, so welcome to the show. It mm-hmm. uh, feels like we've been gone for a long time, mm-hmm. but we haven't. To the listener, we haven't. No. Um, no, we have, it's been two weeks since we recorded. And today we're doing four episodes, which we haven't done <laughs> since the first week. So <laughs> two minisodes, so not really four full ones, but yeah. it's going to take a lot of energy and beer. But mother counts as three episodes in one. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. We might have to dive deep into mother. Yeah. Um, I saw mother the other day by myself. We'll talk about that <laughs> soon. So uh, yeah, like I said, sorry we're taking so long to get started here. Welcome to the show. We wanted to uh, do a few things. We got a few iTunes reviews that mm. uh, we're going to dive into. Okay, when are you going to get the new branding correct? Sorry, Apple Podcasts? Apple Podcasts. They're going to sue us. <sighs> Man, I am a child of like, I graduated high school in 2005. <laughs> it was iTunes for years. It still is iTunes. You were a Napster guy. We all know that. <laughs> I was more of a... Um, LimeWire. Yeah, LimeWire, and there was BearShare. Oh, I don't even know that one. That was like another random one. Mm. Anyway, uh, so thank you for the reviews here. It looks like we got one from like a Star Wars robot. Um, <laughs> uh, the name is R-E-3-A-I-I-O. Um, that'd be a long Star Wars robot name. <laughs> <laughs> they would just call him R-E-3. Yeah, yeah, R-E-3, right. Yeah. So like K-2-So is, is a great robot name. Yeah. And so this would have to be R-E-3 or R-E-3-A, like C-3-P-O. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, it says, uh, <laughs> it's a great feeling. That's what he, he or she has titled the review. Five stars. Feels like you're sitting with friends just shooting around talking movies. <laughs> um, so yeah, if we were to go shooting together yeah. and talk about movies, yeah. Before we record every day, we shoot our pistols into the air a la yeah. bad boys. And we say, ay 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 Like banditos. Yeah. I, yeah. Or, <laughs> that's where you're going with that. Yeah, ay 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 Okay. Because we're from Texas. Yeah, know. yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, feels like you're sitting with friends just... Maybe like uh, shooting the breeze or sitting around talking yeah. about. But he said that one. That, they would have said just sitting, shooting around. Just shooting around. I don't want to um, spend too much time on on uh, yeah. <laughs> semantics. We should shoot around more. But uh, yeah. he or she said they love it. So thank you, uh, Re Three A I I O. That'd be a good Star Wars joke, though. Like I just say it every time. Yeah, yeah. It's like a, it in a Family Guy parody or something. Yeah. All right, and then we have one more. It is called Great Podcast. <laughs> e- easier name from Grizak. That's easy to pronounce. Yeah. This is a great podcast to listen to if you like movies. Grizak, I agree. I, that it really can't get more succinct and appropriate yeah. than yeah. that. Right? I mean, the human brain can't read more than two sentences at a time. This is a proven fact. So the so, fact that he rolled it up into like seven words 
is amazing. It, and it, I applaud Grizak. Thank it, you. It's amazing. It's to the point. It makes total sense. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Grizak. Uh, if you would like to leave us a review, please do it. They do help us. Those five-star ratings, those subscriptions help a lot. We really, really appreciate it. Thank you so yeah. much. Second note, we have a contest winner. Oh, Gabe, give me a drum roll. Here you go. All right, give me a bass line. Dum, 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 uh, what? Give dum, me a bass line. Dum, 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 give me a harpsichord. Give me a violin. Just announce it. <laughs> the, our winner is I Greatly Enjoy a Podcast. Congratulations, I Greatly well, Enjoy that's a That's great, but who won the contest? I Greatly Enjoy a Podcast. I, I get it, but who won the contest? I Greatly Enjoy a Podcast. That's their name? Yes. Oh, okay. That's right. their name. All right, I get it. If that is you, if you were the person who left that review, we have a $25 Visa gift card waiting for you. So yep. please just uh, email us or you know tweet us, direct message us, whatever you want to do with your proof. You know, I don't know. <laughs> you can take a picture of your uh, iTunes review or whatever. Send us your birth certificate. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, your social security number, you know, your bank account information. Give yeah. us all of that stuff and we will send you the $25 Visa gift card. No strings attached except we're going to take all your money. But forget that I said that. Thanks for playing along. Yeah, and I still haven't even paid you for my half of that gift card, have I? It's fine. I don't have it yet, but okay. I will get it soon. <laughs> <laughs> Remind me to pay you $12.50 okay. for my half. Yes, except um, we agreed that you were paying for the whole thing. Oh. You were really wasted at the oh, time. Oh, so I, I forgot. <laughs> okay. um, so congratulations. I greatly enjoy podcasts. Third here, we got a voicemail. We do have a voicemail. And uh, before we get to that voicemail, we want to remind you to call our voicemail. Talk to us about anything. We're assuming it's going to be movie-related, uh, but the number here for our voicemail is 908-768-2636. Call us. Tell us, you know, your bank account information again, <laughs> whatever you would like to share, yeah. and we will play it on the show, and we'll talk about it, and we'll say thank you. Yeah. I mean, it can be lottery numbers if you just want to read a bunch of numbers in a row yeah uh, if you want to tell us who your crush was in junior high yeah you want to talk about them for five minutes uh we probably won't play the whole thing but uh we'll yeah play a little bit of it tell us uh our horoscope even though we don't yeah. probably don't really subscribe to that stuff you know i read who it cares? every day oh, yeah, oh, libras we're matt well balanced <laughs> matt reads it every day expect something to good happen to good to expect good. something too good too good to be true to happen to you what is a next week what's a libra uh, it's is the, that a lion crossbred with a zebra? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's the blind lady with the scales. Wait. Oh. it's That's really what it is? Does it mean yeah. Libris? Like li I don't know. E e ju it, justice? I think we're trying uh, to get too deep into what a Libra is. I don't know. Uh, I just don't know what that is. I'm a Leo, which uh, is a lion. Yeah, that's easy. So that's easy. Yeah. Mine's cool and complex, just like me. Yeah. Well, Leos are crazy, all right? Yeah. We're hardcore. I'm <laughs> predictable. Um, so, let's get to that voicemail. Hello, no one is available to take your call. Please leave a message after the tone. Hello, this is Kijit from the Rich Cinema, and I'd like to know what your top five 80s horrors are. I have to speak quietly because it's 3.30 a.m. in the morning and my partner's in bed. But hi, it's Kijit. Nice to meet you guys. Okay. Bye-bye. Great. So we want to thank Gidget Von LaRue. I love that is, name uh, still. Love that name. I know. Name. I know. She's a uh, host of a sister podcast of ours on the ACPN network, Retro Cinema. 
I think their Twitter handle is at Retro Cinema. Hmm. Uh, but uh, I could be wrong. But I, I can know. find out while you talk about uh, Gidget's question. <sighs> Most definitely. She said, what are our top five 80s horror movies? And um, I'm not like the biggest fan of, of horror in general, but I do have some fond memories of seeing some of these movies when I was younger. And I think mine, in no particular order, Poltergeist, classic, mm. 80s classic. You got The Shining, oh, 80s yeah. classic. You got The Thing, 80s classic. Yep. My two other ones, I don't know, might not be on everybody's list. I'm assuming those three are on most, um, but Polter, or, uh, Gremlins, sorry, and then Videodrome, which is a super trippy movie. Man, I haven't seen Videodrome. It is very weird. Um, it's it's one of those things that's like, on. The, it's horrific in, in the sense that they show you a lot of really weird stuff. I don't know okay. if it's horrific in the sense that I actually felt genuine terror watching it, like The Shining when I was eight. Okay. But uh, it is a pretty freaky movie. There's a lot of weird imagery. Uh, so we have this, like, we, we use Slack at our office to, to, to chat around, and we have a channel called, that, that I think you made. I did not make it. No, you it. didn't make it. Uh, it's called Movie Club, and so people kind of just throw things around, but this movie always comes up, and people seem to love it. It likes Suspiria. I haven't yeah. seen that either. Yeah. And I am going to be shunned by the community. <laughs> just I haven't seen a lot of these. Well, the movies. remake is coming out soon. So oh, yeah. oh, the remake. There's a remake of Suspiria. Yeah. Who's in it? Ooh, I don't know if it has any notable actors. I can't remember the director's name. Um, let me look it up for you. <laughs> so while Matt looks that up, uh, Gidget, like I just said, I, I think you're going to be disappointed in in me. I wasn't brought up watching this stuff. It just we didn't. I uh, you know I don't I uh, there's probably a million reasons for that but my parents weren't into this stuff so as a kid I was never into this stuff I was taught that it was scary by friends and I had never seen it so I didn't get to watch a lot of horror movies and I didn't have a, a huge interest now that I'm older I would love to go back and rewatch so I I only have two movies on my list which is so lame I've seen Friday the Thirteenth because we reviewed it on this show yeah um. But for me, The Shining is amazing. I just rewatched it a few weeks ago. It's just a stunning movie. And then The Thing mm-hmm. creeps me out. It, it's it's not scary. It's just so gross. Yeah. It's so like 80s movie, just uncomfortable. Yeah. Gross. Yeah, there's like that scene where there's a head on the floor and his tongue is latching <clears throat> yeah, on. Yeah, the, the dogs stuff. are like right, turned yeah. inside out. It's all like the fly-esque. Yeah. Which is just another, like Phantoms. Just like Phantoms. Remember Phantoms oh, the yeah. dog? It's the same. It <laughs> yeah. kind of is the same thing, right? Yeah. Um, but I was cruising through this list of like the top, you know, 180s horror movies. There were a lot of horror movies in the 80s. There are a lot of horror movies now. Well, yes, uh, yeah. but in the in the 80s, they were all kind of like cheesy and stupid, which is why I want to go back and watch a lot of them. I don't want to say stupid, but um, I found a few today that look hilarious. Mm-hmm. The stuff, mm-hmm. which we've talked about, which is about this white gooey blob that like takes over this town mm-hmm. chopping mall which is i've about heard a, of chopping mall yeah we've yeah. talked about it yeah uh, i would love to watch it it's about these killer robots in a mall that are designed to be security robots and yeah. then they go malfunction haywire and kill all these people and then i ran across this film called the company of wolves mm-hmm. which is this apparently this british classic sort of cult horror movie and it's this retelling of a few different types of fairy tales and it's really like I don't want to say graphic and sexual, but there's like kind of some weird, like, you know, like 80s, like, you know how horror movies are weirdly sexual sometimes? And, yeah. And then there's like this Little Red Riding Hood theme. And anyway, I found a review that Mark Kermode did of it, who we really like. He's mm-hmm. a British reviewer. 
check him out. But uh, his review was like really interesting and glowing, mm. and it just looks like a crazy movie. So I'm really I'd sorry. I'm really sorry, Gidget. I I've got to catch up. I haven't seen like Evil Dead. I haven't seen anything. Yeah. I haven't seen any of those movies. So forgive well, me. Well, you know what you're doing for the next month. Yeah. <laughs> it is uh, almost October. So yeah, yeah. Oh, true. Yeah. You now, can watch a horror movie a day. Now is the time. Yeah. Um, I did see a horror movie last night, though, Ah. which is the next item on our agenda. Yeah. I went and saw It again. Yeah. Took my wife. We went and saw it. Caught a 645 showing, so there weren't a ton of people there. How was it on second viewing? Um, it was good on second viewing. It was not as fun because it wasn't opening weekend and the audience yeah. was... Uh, it wasn't full, so it was just kind of quiet. Mm-hmm. Our original showing was really fun. Everyone was cracking up and loved it and freaked out. Two things, two observations. Yeah. Pennywise blinks in the opening scene. Oh, does he? He blinks uh, when he's in the sewer. And, and if you don't know what I'm mentioning, we talked about last time how he doesn't blink the whole time. And then I don't think there's any way Skarsgård is doing that with it, his eyes. If it's, you look it, at his face normally without... Pennywise makeup His on. Eyes are he kind of looks like that anyway. So I don't know how much of a stretch it was for him to move it a little bit. But. Yeah, moving them a little bit is great. But there are scenes where his eyes split. His right eye goes, turns to the right, and goes inside yeah. of his head, and his left does the same. And they go, and that's totally CG. Oh well, that yeah. And then they also come back into frame. Like there's things that. So I don't know what you were mentioning when you said that his eyes were kooky. I mean, if you watch the first scene. And if you look, like I said, at his face normally without makeup on, his left eye just kind of looks oh, left ever so bit. bit. And okay. that happens when he's Pennywise, too, which is very unsettling for some reason. Sure. It's it just looks normal. very odd. It's creepy. Um, very handsome guy. But yeah, it's just like a very weird quirk about his face. Yeah, yeah. It's super creepy. But the movie was really fun. Allie... Allie liked it. I think uh, it made it made her her motherly instinct uh, just like cry out well, for the, these. The first kids. scene is the worst scene in the movie. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, a creepy scene. And then a thing that I loved that I didn't notice last time in the book, it talks about which I haven't read yet, but I've read this scene several times. When Georgie meets Pennywise in the sewer, mm-hmm. he sees these yellow eyes in the sewer. Yeah, and. King is giving you like kind of his inner monologue, like, oh, he thought it was a cat, maybe an animal. And then when Pennywise starts talking to him, Georgie sees his eyes and they're blue. Mm-hmm. And they're this beautiful. And it's like, how could they have been yellow? That's so silly. Like, and basically King is saying that Pennywise is mentally like m- screwing with this kid. Yeah. And uh, it's great. I didn't notice it in the first viewing, but you probably did. But his eyes are yellow when he pops up in the sewer. Mm-hmm. And then when he steps into the light, they immediately change to this beautiful blue color. I did not notice that. Yeah. And they're yeah. blue for that whole scene. And then when he like, sort of get, gets back into the shadows again, they turn yellow. And they're yellow for the rest of the movie. Mm. But I was like, that's so awesome that they did that. Yeah. This tiny little thing from the book. And it was just, yeah, it was super yeah. cool. So We only brought that up because... Oh, yeah. Sorry. It has made over $500 million at the box office, making it the highest grossing horror movie of all time. Although if you just for inflation, The Exorcist is still beating it by around 300 million, but this movie still has legs. I yeah. think that it's still going to be running up until Halloween. Whole month probably at least yeah. as you said before. And I think that people will go back for second and third views and it's going to catch up. I think this will end up being statistically even after inflation the highest grossing horror movie of all time so congratulations to them it was a great film i really enjoyed it and i can't wait for the second one in 2019 i think is the next one yeah yeah um yeah it was good i'm, I'm excited to see where it goes uh for sure going back here the retro cinema is at the retro cinema podcast on okay. twitter follow them tweet them listen to their excellent 
show. To to Australians. G'day. Yeah. Uh, thank you for listening there. Uh, Gidget. That's more New Zealand. That, I mean, that's, that's close, like Kiwi. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Uh, do you think they know the Yabba? <laughs> oh, I wonder if they've seen that. We should ask if they've seen... Uh, yeah. Uh, crap. Well, every Australian child has to watch that movie. Wait, I lost the title in my head. What? Uh, Wake and Fright. Wake and Fright. Wake and Fright. Good Lord. <laughs> good Lord. G'day. Um, all right, Gidget, so thank you there. And uh, today. Today. We are reviewing mm-hmm. <laughs> a movie. A movie that is a movie. Oh, boy. And it came out in August of 2004. Oh, boy. There is no J-Lo in this movie. Oh, boy. But we are reviewing Anacondas 2... Although it's not really called two. Here we go. Yeah. Strike that. Anacondas, the hunt for the blood orchid. Shit. What what was that? What was what? Something just moved. Oh, please don't say that. No, I'm serious. Something just moved past me. Something just moved as if something's alive? Yeah, man. man. Shit. Shit. No, there it is again, man. There's something in here. Cole, there's probably a million things in here. He's right. Just keep moving. Stop it. I swear to God, if you don't stop it. Very funny. Ben? 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 Where'd he go? Shit! Ben! Ben? Ben! Gabe, there is no J-Lo, but there is Morris Chestnut. <laughs> <laughs> Who is Morris Chestnut, you ask? Nobody I don't knows. know. <laughs> <laughs> but he has a great name. That's the, one of those names that you just hear in the ether. You, you've heard I, Morris Chestnut's yeah, name I ag- before. I, I agree. I'm like, I know that name, but why do I know that name? Because he haunts your dreams. Yeah. Um, I, I, when, I was, when I was thinking about the type of movie that we're watching today, it made me think that our show is a lot like, you remember Entertain Mart back home. Yes. Entertain Mart is this giant store and they just buy every movie you could ever want and yeah. they have five copies of Anacondas 2, I'm sure. They just have so many copies of every weird movie, but they yeah. always have these bargain bins. Right. And like you can take two DVDs for $5, for $5. anything you want out yeah. of this thing. Our show is very much that bargain <laughs> bin. It really is. Because sometimes we get ordinary people we get Raging Bull. We get Spider-Man 2. Yeah. And sometimes we get Anaconda. And you're going you're gonna to find all of those things in the bargain bin <laughs> at Entertain Mart. Exactly. Um, We've not been sponsored by Entertain Mart. We have not because it's like there's like one store. I don't <laughs> yeah. think it's... That store is magical though. That's where I got all my DVDs. Um, so Anaconda's The Hunt for the Blood Orchid is this silly, ridiculous uh, movie where I don't want to get into the plot yet because you are going to, but it's, mm-hmm. it's full of... Um, Actors that you don't know. <laughs> yeah, most definitely. Be actors that, uh, I think the f- most famous one was Johnny Messner, who plays 
Bill Johnson in the movie, which is one of the most ridiculous characters. Mm. He's the most familiar face to me. I feel like Morris Chestnut is probably the most. Yeah, uh, maybe that. Okay, so maybe because his face is also familiar. Um, yeah. He's in Kick-Ass. He's in Boys in the Hood. He's yeah. Girls Trip. He's worked more recently than the other guy for sure. Yeah, he plays himself in Girls Trip, which yeah. is probably funny. Uh, that <laughs> makes me want to like go look at it. Nurse Jackie. Mm-hmm. He's in a lot of stuff. Yeah, uh, he's, he's a working actor. So yeah, and he's actually not bad in this movie. He he dies a sad death, but um, everyone else is pretty terrible. Yeah. In uh, yeah, there's some bad accents. Uh, there's some over dramatization. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I totally agree. All right, hit me with your stats. Uh, directed by Dwight H. Little, uh, who directed <laughs> Free Willy too. Oh That's, my uh, His gosh. claim to fame. Not even Free Willy, but Free Willy too. Yeah, I couldn't really find anything. I'm glad you found that. Yeah, he's not. Uh, he's not. The, he's not the best in the biz. Uh, I think. I think Anacondas has some redeemable, like redeemable qualities, but I don't know if it's due to directing. We'll talk about that later. Okay. Uh, Twenty-five million dollar budget. It made thirty-two million. The tagline is: "The hunters will become the hunted." Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Think about that. Overused. One. Yeah. There's like no trivia on this movie, and I, I can understand why. Yeah, that's um, fine. That's fine. Uh, I gave the, all the characters um, interesting names if you want to hear them. Oh, because uh, I wasn't sure. Because I do don't you, know them. Do you want to debut them as we go? Uh, sure, I'll do yeah, that. Let's yeah, do that. I'll do that. Uh, we have. I will say, I picked that up from my friends over at uh, Ultra Flux mm, Podcast. They give nicknames. Um, Andrew on that show never really cares about the actors. He just <laughs> he 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 names the characters who yeah. he how he can remember them. Yeah. So. I name a few, but I do have some nicknames as well. Okay, so perfect. Uh, totally unprompted. This was not planned. No, so, it was not. This is perfect. Uh, the first Hollywood movie to have its premiere in Fiji. That's the only um, kind of vaguely interesting trivia I could find. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think Fiji was offended by that? Like, why you gotta lump us <laughs> in with these anacondas? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Where is Fiji? Is it near Hawaii? Uh, sure. Okay. Well, this is South America. But so yeah, like, know. why Fiji? Fiji's like more tropical. I feel. Yeah, it's like a. It's a vacation destination, right? Is that, is that where they get the water from? <laughs> <laughs> yes, definitely. That, that water's really thick. It's a it's, viscous water. It's, um, um, it's minerally. Minerally, It's yeah. soft water. Soft water. I don't know what it is. Is it good for your body? Mineral water is like hard water, though. So yeah, I don't know. Let's not talk about this. Whatever. So 40 on Metascore. Maybe too high. Uh, higher than I thought. Uh, 4.6 on IMDb. Two stars from Ebert. 26% on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. So Metascore, I think, is a little off on this one. I don't, I don't know if it was just um, a shortage of reviews and some people liked it a lot, so it bumped it up. Uh, but I, I, did not, I did not agree with that. I, I don't know. I mean, I'm clicking on it, and there seem to be a nice handful of reviews. There's like, well, there's two reviews at 70. Really? Who are they so we can boycott uh, them? <laughs> one from Variety, which is interesting, and then one yeah. from The Hollywood Reporter. So I, I don't know. Uh, okay. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. All right, so we open with a wood hunting scene, just a general one. You would think there's a tribesman lost in the woods. He's hunting for a, a tiger and for his meat, but an anaconda finds him and eats him. Yeah. But I don't know why we needed this scene. We know that um, anacondas are dangerous. We do. I feel like this happened in the first one. Didn't they use the same exact it, thing? It, it's the same movie, dude. It really it's is. It's the same movie. It I don't really remember is. that in the first one, but I, it wouldn't surprise me. I just feel like that's, uh, I don't know, and there's like that low camera angle, like the snaky camera. Yes, the whole movie has it. a snaky camera. And mm-hmm. and it, so you're right. I don't know why they had to establish that there's an anaconda in the jungle. Yeah. I mean, I think it the, just... The title is Anacondas. <laughs> building that anaconda tension i don't I, guess. I don't know man i guess but yeah this tribes guy tribesman 
dies. Tribesman. So Gordon, who is Morris Chestnut, his company's about to get cut off by its investors. It's like it's a vaguely um, scientific technological like health group like a pharmaceutical company yeah something like that you know just like a very vague thing they don't really have to talk about but they yeah. want you to know that he's in medicine somehow yeah his name is orchid man is it really orchid man no, oh no, you, that's, my <laughs> that's your nickname orchid okay. man gordon mitchell all right i yeah. like that because yeah. he's the one who is he's, he's he's giving this pitch for this secret sacred orchid that can yeah. they can basically regenerate human tissue or cells mm-hmm. and this guy's like we don't believe this and he's like we have to get this and he and he he makes his pitch and he's yeah. all about the orchid yeah it's called the blood orchid mm-hmm. um and there are these funny kind of older curmudgeonly white dudes that have all the money they're the vcs of this group and one of them goes this is the pharmaceutical equivalent of, of the, the fountain, fountain of, of youth. youth and the other one goes this will be bigger than viagra yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, good joke old old people need viagra yes they do <laughs> I just I, there are tons of these little jokes that they're like people will enjoy this. I want to see that I movie. Know. I want to see the movie where the scientists have found the flower that can make Viagra, <laughs> and they all get eaten by anacondas in the jungle. It makes Viagra like it spits out pills. Or no, like, like it's the it's it's the the compound that they use. Oh, you know, let's let's make that movie. Well, old men will go anywhere to get Viagra. Let's let's you know what you know who <laughs> does those old men movies all the time now. Mm. Morgan Freeman wants ah. he won't stop doing like. Movies that are called like not done yet, or I made <laughs> I made that up, but that's exactly what they are. Bucket list, yeah. Uh, all these old man like caper movies, or we're gonna go steal a diamond, or we're gonna go out strong, and, and like it's just it's so ridiculous. <laughs> Let's make that movie with him and Jack Nicholson and like you know Bill Nye, yeah, or something. That's and, a that's a good cast. And they're on the hunt for Viagra medicine you in the jungle. You have me. You have me. Make yeah. it and I'll be there. I All promise. Right. Let's let's take this to Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. <laughs> oh, the only two directors and producers <laughs> that can get it done. But uh this blood orchid is only in bloom for 2 weeks. So we have a timeline here. We have to get that blood orchid. By the way, this scene takes place in about Two minutes. Yeah. It's the fastest exposition of any movie I've ever seen. And it makes it so confusing. Yes. <laughs> like, I, halfway in here, I have a note where I'm like, what is happening? That's like, we have to get this flower. No, you're crazy. Yeah. But you don't understand. It can be the fountain of youth. We're in. And then yeah. it's over. And yeah. you're like, oh, okay. But we only have X number of days. Yes. And it's, yeah. that, it's that fast. Yeah. Smash cut to there's a storm rolling in. So they have to go to this sketchy local that's going to help take them upstream. So yes. they get as far as to the uh, island that they need to get to. I can't remember what the island is. That's not important. But they're in a tropical kind of, um, you know, there's like a hurricane rolling through. I don't the, know. The, the boat, high tide. The boat they were going to take, something's wrong with it. Something's wrong with it. So. That's the most important thing. So they go into this seedy bar in this place that it feels like it's supposed to be like Indonesia, but I think it's in South america but there's a lot of um asian looking islanders that are there yeah and that's like pretty much all that's in this bar they go to the bartender he has a giant scar on his face because oh, you know, to be seedy to be setting. scary they go back and they ask for i can't remember what the name was but he asked for like a local name like they're expecting this like intimidating uh, Asian Jin, guy jin soon jin soon so they hear that there's this man this you got to find this one guy named jin soon uh-huh. and he will take you up river if you pay him enough yeah and they come upon this fit Asian man. He's probably one of the better actors in the movie. 
but they they ask him like if he knows Jinsoon or they ask about him and he's like uh, at first you think it's him you yeah. think that's Jinsoon right. and the joke is that they go further back and it's actually this white guy named Bill Johnson yes. who only talks like this through the entire film Jinsoon it's a local name <laughs> name's Bill Johnson yeah and he's got these snake pun these pythons oh, he's got giant guns i i think that uh do you, do you see how annoying this is already yeah he i mean listeners if you're listening i'm not kidding <laughs> he talks this way the entire movie yeah and it, gabe's been talking like this recently and it's yeah. really annoying i'm sorry i'm just i'm trying to be um like more <laughs> intimidating in life yeah i'm but scared right now his name is uh, dramatic overacting captain bill johnson that's a very long nickname. I know, but that's what it's the best I can do. Yeah, um, yeah. Dramatic overacting captain, Bill Johnson. Okay. I'm going to um, call him Bill. Yeah. And, and then there's the other one of these people, too, uh, which we, you haven't mentioned, but we will. Sam Rogers. She's the country girl with the horrible dialect. Ooh. Her name is Bad Dialect Sam Rogers. She, she has maybe the worst Southern accent I've ever the heard. The worst. I mean, it, it's, it's comical. Like, yeah. there's a scene where she says, shut down. She says, like, something is shut down. Shut down. And she's like, that is shut down. <laughs> and you're like, holy Lord. She sounds like Dr. Phil. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Can you imagine if he was on this boat? <laughs> I would... wish if he was, if he voiced the anacondas <laughs> every time that he, like, lunged, he was like, oh, yeah. It's like snatch somebody's face. That We need to make that YouTube video. <laughs> Uh, so they pay him 25k to rent his boat. Like he, they say, we have 25k for you. And he says, that's only to rent it. If you want me to go through these tough waters, it's going to be fifty thousand dollars. Yeah. And we failed to mention that there's this guy who is like the head scientist of this group. His name is Jack, and uh, he is kind of planning this whole thing. You can tell that he has a big investment in it because he's going to lose his job if he doesn't get this blood orchid. But he, he's the one speaking with him and bartering with him. Yeah, British doctor Jack Byron. British doctor Jack Byer? Byron. Byron. Jack Byron. I only know him as Jack. That's we go okay. we go way back. You don't need to know any further, trust me. He's not important. <laughs> he is not important until the end. Uh so they're all on the ship now. Bill is worried about some of the waterways, but they brought these this young team of scientific hotshots with them. There's this guy named Cole, and he's like the token black kid who yeah. uh, is good at computers. Yep. And he basically uses weather patterns <laughs> yeah. to find the best route. It's pretty bad. It's, like, it's a it's a scene that we don't need. Yeah, I don't. He's he he shows the riverboat captain like I found a way to navigate up river, and it's mm -hmm. this different way. And and he's like based on weather patterns over the last like thirty years. And you're like, what? It's just this weird scene. And then they whatever. Mm -hmm. We don't need to. Why do Why do we need to know how they've decided their course? I don't know because the guy was like, I know shortcuts anyway. So okay. uh, we could have just done that. I don't to, know why we had to show that cold knew yeah. how to predict weather patterns and. I guess to show us that it's treacherous, maybe. I that, guess like, we already know dead. that. Yeah, we already know that. We already know that. Okay. Over explaining. In the next scene, there's a monkey jump scare, man. Yes. This, a woman. I'm sure you have a nickname for. Her. Oh yeah, um, uh, bitchy doctor Gail Stern. That's a good nickname. That's exactly. <laughs> that's her character. That's yeah, all she, she is. is. She's a horrible person. And and she's just looking through these cabinets or yeah, this this like a she, closet basically. Yes, yeah. She goes into a, a room on the on the boat. Yeah. And I, I just this I got kind of mad because. I was just like, are we really this stupid? Like, that's what I wrote down. Do they think mm -hmm. we're this stupid? She goes into the room, and all of a sudden, they trigger bad... Dramatic. Bad violins. Yeah. Which, I was watching It last night, and movies do this. Horror movies do this to scare us. They trigger music to yeah. help you 
feel the moment, to help you feel what that character is feeling, to cause tension. But in movies like this, in Anaconda's The Hunt for the Blood Orchid, it's 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 cheesy. It's like they trigger real violins yeah. that are that are cheesy. And you're yeah. like, why are you doing this to us? It's too yeah. early for anything yeah, bad to happen. Yeah, it's too early, and the snake isn't gonna be in there. Yeah, like so an anaconda like, is not gonna fit in this boat. Yeah, so they have jump scare with a monkey that lives on the boat. Yeah, and, it just jumps out of the closet, and yeah. you get your shriek, you get your, and then yeah. the monkey comes out and screams, and it was like, what? Why? And, and they also do it with the low camera angle on the floor. Yeah, like as if the snake is on the boat. Yeah, this uh, the DP of this movie loves the Dutch he angle. He loves, loves to be on the floor. He loves that. He loves getting dirty. Can you imagine him just like on the floor with his hands <laughs> in front of his eyes? Like, this is going to be incredible. And they're like, it's really not that cool. He's like, no, you don't understand. I'm the snake right now. Can you make the camera look like a snake, please? We haven't done that enough. You don't realize how cool this is going to be. I need this 10 more times at least. <laughs> Trust me. Anyway, on this boat, there's so much sexual tension, and I feel like movies don't really do this much anymore. Like, it seems like in the 90s and 2000s, everything was about people hooking up. Everything was about people being confined and just wanting to have sex. Yeah. And now I feel like movies don't really do that as much unless the movie is about sex. Is is that a... Are you complaining about that? I just think it's <laughs> annoying. It's just like... It, you Wait, you're complaining about them... Not doing it anymore or doing it? Uh, I'm complaining about them doing it in this movie. Okay, I was like, I was, is it a bad thing that they've moved the, on from that stupid... No, there's okay. a time and a place for yes. sexual tension. Yes. And on a boat in the freaking Ganges, wherever you are, yeah. like it, it doesn't... You don't need it. Why do we need that element? Because yes. nobody, nobody's in love. We're not getting our true love story here. Nobody's in jeopardy in, in like their relationship ending. Well, and also like... I tried this in, you know, in high school. Like where I was that guy <laughs> taking him out in the like, boats in South America. Yeah, that and and but but also like seeing a movie where the, okay, so there's a the guy you're referencing. There's a character. He's this um, I don't know, like very handsome Colombian or or I don't know what ethnicity he is. It's kind oh, of like just a, the generic handsome guy, generic I like can't South his name. American handsome dude with like this yeah. beautiful hair, and he hits on bitchy Doctor Gail Stern. Mm-hmm. The whole time, or like at least in the beginning, he's like, "Hey, we're on a boat together. Why not? Like, we're he's like, we're in Fiji or we're in wherever we are. Mm -hmm. So why not just do it with each other?" Yeah, and that just doesn't happen in real life. Girls <laughs> think you're really creepy if if you do that. Yeah, I had experience <laughs> getting. Yeah, but uh, you didn't have the guns that dude has. That's also true, and he has that curly thick that wavy black like hair. delicious hair yeah. yeah but she doesn't respond to it she doesn't like him or anything nothing no. ever happens between them no. and then yeah he stops doing it yeah so it's like you started you started a thing you 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 think that he might be a villain at first you're like he might be like a problem Maybe. later yeah like, yeah yeah they started a no. thing and they didn't follow through on too, it too smart too, too smart. smart for anacondas too right. anyway the point is he's like that wouldn't work today he would get he would get hit up by those fe those feministas, <laughs> and they would be like, "Don't talk to me." We're you're, treading in deep water here. You're a horrible person. Yeah, yeah it, it, that wouldn't work. No, no, it would not work. He'd today. be blacklisted. 2004 totally works. Totally works. Let's totally go back works. there. Let's go back to 2004. <laughs> Just kidding. Hard pass. So uh, the monkey gets lost. He gets off the boat for some fruit. He wants some delicious fruit. and <laughs> He jumps up in a tree yeah. as it's passing under a tree. yeah. And uh, we learn that the anaconda wants to eat this monkey, and we think that he's been eaten. Yes, the, it, monkey, the monkey cries out in the nighttime. But in the next scene, the monkey comes back. Yes. Gabe, why? Tension, Matt. 
This oh is my this goodness. is a, th- you know what this is a master class in Fo- tension. Faux tension, man. <laughs> I, this is like it's so like, the word is cheap. That's it. They're yeah, they're on the boat. It's dark. Yeah. They're they're like drinking and s- having dinner and they hear this like Yeah. And it's a monkey. Yeah, and, and, the, and, and they're like, what was that? And yeah. the captain's like, something just died. Yeah, Bill, something's getting eaten right now. Something's getting eaten right now. Yeah. And it's like, it's your monkey, Bill. <laughs> Bill doesn't know it's his monkey, though, man. That but, monkey's chilling in closets all day. Yeah. Scaring people. Right. So he doesn't know where that monkey is. Right. Uh, he thinks Kong it, is he, his name. Yeah, he thinks Kong is, is hiding under the boat. And then we think Kong is dead. But, yeah. But he's not. Psych comes back in the next scene. Yeah, cool. Yeah, some other monkey. Cool, so, bro. Good cool, story. Like, good job faking us out, Anaconda yeah. director. This monkey that I've only known for five minutes and didn't care about. <laughs> yeah, right. All right, so Bill wants to turn back at this point. There are rough waters up ahead, and he's uncertain of how things are going to go. So he basically tells Dr. Jack, like, you know, shove it. We're going back. Take your money. Dr. Jack offers to pay him $50,000 more to keep going. And it's Bill's lot, greed gets money. in the way. A lot of money. Yeah, what, $125,000 right yeah, now? Yeah, I think that's Woo. where. where yeah, I'd do it. Yeah. I don't even know how to. Yeah, you, you, you drive a boat. You'd figure it out for that money. Yeah, neither did he though. So we'll we'll, we'll yeah, see that pretty he, soon. Yeah. By the way, he's like this great captain, <laughs> and he's a horrible boat captain. He's like, the worst. doesn't know how to navigate a river. Yeah, he's horrible. He's horrible. This is where I wrote like, what is happening? We're getting introduced <laughs> to so many characters. There are so many relationships that could go anywhere at this point. We know vaguely that Morris Chestnut and Doctor Jack want the Blood Orchid because they're going to lose their jobs if they don't. Bill's just in it for the money. There's a monkey. It's like, ah, there's too many things going on, Just go man. on the ride, man. Ugh, this ride was treacherous. Is, is this the scene where the sun has come up and they're on their cell phones now? They're on the satellite phones? Oh, yeah. That's kind of where we are. talking over each other. And, and then they're setting that up so that the bitchy doctor girl is on her phone later and she's trying to get signal and she falls in the water and there's a valiant rescue by Bill who fights Very. a crocodile in the water. Yeah. So they're cruising down the river. Yeah. They're on satellite phones. Um, um, uh, or- Orchid man, Gordon Mitchell, is on the <laughs> phone trying to talk to someone back home. Yeah. And then, who's the other one on the phone? Bitchy doctor. And that's her, right? Yeah. And she keeps saying, can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Like mm-hmm. as loud as she can. It's super annoying. And then she just trips and falls in the water. And I just wrote, is this movie, because this is what it's been up to this point. It's been this bad attempt at jump scare mm-hmm. and people doing dumb things and suffering the consequences. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I tripped and fell in the water and a snake's going to eat me. Yeah. Or, oh, I did. And, and anyway, she falls in the water and a crocodile shows up. And then Bill Johnson jumps in the water <laughs> and wrestles the crocodile, crocodile in the water. He rides the crocodile. Dude, he's back. not Steve Irwin. No. Like, what is he doing out You're there? You're not on land. Yeah. He's in the water. Yeah. And he's on the back of this croc, like riding it like a, like a jet ski <laughs> and stabbing <laughs> it with image. a knife. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you know what would have happened in real life? That scene from Joe Dirt where he's, uh, he's working at the alligator farm and he sticks his head in the alligator mm-hmm, and that, he bites down and starts swinging him up and down yeah that's what would have happened that's exactly what would have happened he would have died but i'll tell he... you what the only redeeming cool shot the the scariest shot of this movie is in this scene mm. it's right after he fights the crocodile yeah it's so campy and stupid it's so sci-fi channel b movie he's stabbing it he's fighting it he he makes it out alive 
Mm-hmm. Everyone's like, "Oh my gosh, you just killed a crocodile! That's crazy!" <laughs> and they float down the ro- the the road, the river, and then the camera moves to uh, it, it's behind the boat, yeah, uh-huh. and it's right next to the body of the croc, yeah, and the boat is like leaving the frame, and then the the body of the croc just like disappears, mm. it's sucked down under the water. It's a hungry snake, and that was cool. Yeah. That was like okay, good, they're good they're f- being followed. Good filmmaking, yeah, like. You, you, that is tense. That's spooky. You're letting me know there's an enemy in in, in the area. That was the only. It's a circle like, of life. The only scary shot in the whole movie. Yeah. Uh, so some debris jams their rudder, and uh, it made them miss their turn. So they were going to go up this certain bend in the river, and they couldn't end up uh, turning the the wheel because the rudder was messed up. Uh, there's a bunch of wood in the water. I guess that happens when it rains. I don't really know. Sure. Uh, but I'll trust them on that one. And then we find out that they're headed toward a freaking waterfall, dude. Yeah. But you know what? You know what, Matt? They're going upriver. Yeah. So that doesn't make sense. <laughs> oh, yeah. We go, yeah. They're going I didn't even think about that. Upriver and they come to a waterfall. Yeah. Why? And not to mention, like, that's a huge waterfall. It's so, a huge waterfall. So you would have known that it was there. Yeah. Why go the dangerous route? Like but, you, you but, know every bend in this river. But we even we haven't even said what's most ridiculous. They come to a waterfall and they go over the waterfall. <laughs> yeah, there's all kind of watching in a huge boat. Yeah. Like I was like they're, they're not going to they're not going to make that boat go over the waterfall, right? Yeah. No, 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 no. They do. It's like a 50-foot boat and it goes over the freaking waterfall. Yeah. It, like nobody thinks out to even try to get out and like swim to shore before no. they go over the waterfall and possibly die. Everyone's just kind of looking yep. and it keeps cutting back and forth between the people on the ship and the waterfall. And it's like shot of them freaking out, shot of the waterfall, shot of them like not knowing what to do, shot of the waterfall. And, and they then all they just, just hang on. Yeah, they hang on and uh, they tumble. They all go in the water. They all swim ashore. We see that the southern accent girl uh, almost gets grabbed by an anaconda. We see his little tail in the yeah, water. In the and water. Mm-hmm. It's possible that she almost died, but not yet. We cannot have any deaths yet. We have to save all of those for later. Um, and then we find out that Bill knows a guy who owns a boat in the area. Just happens to be <laughs> going cruising, up the, the waters. And, cruising on his own, drinking a bottle of whiskey. For yeah. Just, he's out there. Living the life. He's like, so, hey, you need to come pick us up. Yeah. And it, he charges them some money. and 5K. 5K. Yeah. Or he he does offer him like two k. The guy's like, that's not enough for me. So he yeah. ever these guys are bartering. You know, they they always want to get the most money they can. These are these are tough dudes. So they have to wade through some waist deep waters to get to where they're gonna meet this guy. Mm. And the monkey tries to warn them that there's a, a anaconda underneath them. And this is actually a cool shot. That so was a cool. That was a cool shot. If you think about it, there's like seven people in this group. There's maybe an arm, like two arm, or you if you stretched out your wingspan, yeah. there's that length between the people. And it's a bird's eye shot of all of them in this water. And you just see a snake slithering between them. Yeah, under the right under the surface of the water. And they don't yeah. they can't see it. Yeah. That was a cool shot. That was cool. And it, that was very suspenseful. And I was like, oh man, who's it, who's it going to grab? Because it's going to get somebody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it grabs the token handsome guy, Ben. Yeah. Yes. And this was... A crazy death scene. <laughs> so he gets dragged under, and he was teasing the southern girl before, and she turns around and goes like, "Stop!" And then she with a Jaws joke. Yeah, he's like, "Duh, duh, duh, duh." Nice homage, I mm-hmm, guess. Sure. But uh, she turns around and says like, "Stop it!" And he's gone. 
he just got snatched under the water. No noise, just right under the water. Yep. And she turns around and says, guys, where is he? And they all turn around, and all of a sudden he just pops up out of the water and is like He's getting like, drug around. Yeah, really fast. Yeah. Really crazy. And then the snake lets him stand up and then just jumps out of the water <laughs> and bites his face and swings him in the air and then just goes back down underwater. And the snake is... It's like it looks bad. Well, it's totally CGI. Well, definitely it's bad CGI. But this anaconda is on angel dust, man. Like this <laughs> yeah. anaconda is invincible. Fast. Yeah, it's like a bullet. So again, sci-fi movie, che- sci-fi channel, cheese ball. Yeah, like rapid movement, giant snake. It's all like hopped up on Mountain Dew or something. And it's moving so fast. And because aren't snakes like slow and plodding? Yeah, like, like they... I, I think an anaconda can once it like once it strikes, it can move quickly and wrap wrap you up. Yeah, but this, you know, of course, it has to be this way because it's a stupid horror movie, and it yeah. made thirty three million at the box office because we're all morons. But <laughs> yeah, this crazy snake goes nuts. Yeah, and it, it's not like a water moccasin. Those things are fast because they're little. Yeah. But an anaconda, the biggest you've ever seen, Bill says repeatedly. Yes. It's like 30 feet long. And like, I don't know, like a... Super aerodynamic. Two feet, two feet in diameter. It's massive. Yeah, it's huge. Anyway, uh, so... He dies. Yeah, he di- he did. So Gale and Cole want to turn back. Gale is a bitchy doctor. Cole is token technology black token dude. Token black guy. Um, tech, tech guy. Tech guy, yeah. So... Dr. Jack and Gordon say no at this point. They still want the blood orchid. That's what they're there for. Yes. Um, and then Bill actually says it's over when we get to the boat. Like, somebody died. We're done with this journey. It's too dangerous. Um, but Dr. Jack is like, we'll see about that. Yeah, half the dialogue between British Dr. Jack Byron and overacting, bad acting Captain Bill Johnson is mm-hmm. like, this expedition's over. And he's like, no, it's not. It's the blood orchid and we have to go get it. And he's <laughs> he has like, an extra 50K. Yeah, he's like, no, no, no. Someone died. We're done. Well, this is my expedition. This, that's the only yeah. dialogue they have the whole movie. Yeah, I want to get the script. I just want to see <laughs> just all the one-off jokes that they thought were funny and, and all this dialogue is just like so boring. Yeah. Uh-huh. This, this is the scene though where they're all rega- they're regrouping, they're gathering their thoughts and a coal, the mm-hmm. the 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 black tech guy mm-hmm. has just an excellently acted uh, freak out moment. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, and for the rest of the movie, he's one of the most annoying characters. He's this high pitched baby bird voice. Like yeah. we're going to die. We're going to die. He's, he's like Chris Hart before Chris Hart. Yes. Like yeah. Chris Hart freaking out about everything, like screaming. And he's mm-hmm. like, we're going to die. We're going to die. And it's really, it's just bad, mm-hmm. bad, bad, bad acting. Yeah, and there was actually a subtle nod to the first one in this part. So they're all walking through the forest. Uh, they're you know trying to get to the boat captain, like we said before, to get on the boat to get home. And Cole is talking, and he says, "Hey, I know this guy who knew this guy who said there was a he used to shoot documentaries, and they went out and they said there were anacondas and they oh. their whole crew." And uh, Morris Chestnut goes, "That would never happen." Yeah, and then it just cuts to the next scene. So I, I heard that, fun, but I didn't know they were referencing the movie. Fun I guess. thing, yeah, because in the movie they're a National Geographic film crew, I think. In, yeah, in, yeah, in, in the first movie, yeah, yeah. Uh, J Lo and LL, is it <laughs> Ice LL Cube, Clu- Ice Cube, yeah. Oh man, what a, the the two thousands were awesome. They were dude. amazing, dude. J Lo and Ice Cube. Yeah, that'd be like seeing Drake and Rihanna in a movie today about anacondas. Although, I, I'll say. J-Lo and Ice Cube are, are good actors. Like, they're not bad actors. J-Lo's had her time. So is Ice Cube. Yeah. Friday. Like, Ice Cube's really good. 
Yeah. Like if, if Ice T on the other hand. Ice T on the other did hand. Did not have a good acting career. <laughs> <laughs> he could have been in this movie. Yeah. And I would have really enjoyed it. Ice Cube in the first one, Ice T in the next one. Yo, you a That's snake, cool. mother. And he would just like shoot it or yeah, whatever. Yeah, like the, the yeah, gangsta yeah, style, like yeah, sideways. sideways. Yeah. So Bill tells the Southern girl that he took an extra 50K from Jack. And this was a weird motivation. Why does he want to tell her that, Gabe? Just so he can say, no, it was my fault. Because she's like, oh, Dr. Jack is such a bad guy. And he's like, no, it was me. And then just walks away. Yeah, I don't know. I, I have no does idea. Does he just want to feel self-righteous <laughs> for a second? I guess so. God, that, I, that annoyed me I, so much. Yeah, it's very odd. He, I agree. Yeah. I have nothing to say because it's stupid. Stupid, stupid. <laughs> so the guy who was going to pick them up has his own scene where he just gets eaten. The snake is like, I can't let this boat reach where it needs to go, so I'm going to kill this guy. Yeah, the the, the snake is hunting him down. Although, I, there's multiple snakes. Yeah, it's mating season. Right. We haven't mentioned that yet. So Yeah, because I was like, how did he get back to this guy? Just killed handsome, handsome guy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's, I guess there's more than one. There's something so boring about a snake as an antagonist. It's just like, all it wants to do is eat humans. Is eat humans. What? And uh, also not even accurate, because like overacting Captain Bill Johnson says after the first guy dies, he's like, we won't run into any more snakes. That was a huge meal. It's going to take him weeks to digest it. He's going to be, he's going to take a long nap. Yeah. And they're like, all right, great. No more snakes. And then there's a bunch of snakes. This is, yeah, there's like And so these are some hungry snakes. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> this riverboat captain who dies, it's, it's pointless. Like, yeah. Why does it matter? Why is he even in the movie? Yeah. He only dies so they can raid his supplies. Ah, that's why. Okay, you're right. They right. raid his supplies and get an important, a piece, uh, an important piece of equipment that we'll talk about later. Uh, so they raid his ship for supplies because they see the explosion. Yeah, they, he, yeah. They're close by and the boat crashes. As he's getting pulled out, he pulls the mechanism that makes the ship go faster. Yeah. And Ooh. then it just crashes into the 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 side of the bay and then explodes. Yeah. Huge explosion. Way too big for a freaking ship. <laughs> so um, they also find out that there are these like fish heads nearby, which means that they're a tribe of Lopax, as they're called. Uh, they're headhunters. Yeah. But they want to go to them to get a boat. So you think, oh, that could be dangerous. They like human flesh. They might kill mm, people. Yeah. Even though they're like, they haven't, pra- they haven't been practicing headhunters in Borneo in like however yeah. many years. Why take out that piece of tension? Because that's interesting. You got to go to these people to get a boat, but they might want to kill you. Yeah. And and it also, even though it's they, they take the tension out of it, uh, Cole has another baby bird freak out moment. Mm-hmm. And you're like, shut up, Cole. Yeah. We're going to go to these headhunters? What are you talking about? Ah! He's funny, man. I guess so. That's funny when people freak That's out. That's hilarious. And yell. So they actually get to the village after this, um, and it looks like the Lopaks have evacuated their village because there's actually a dead anaconda there with uh, human Some legs leg sticking, out, sticking of it. out of it. Sticking out of it. So they fought this big thing, and they killed it, but it took a few of them. So they decided to, to book it and get out of there. Um, and they actually took all their boats, so that's important as well. So Bill wants to build a boat by using the wood and the you know the coverings that they use on of their, top of their buildings of their sheds and stuff yeah to build a boat so they're they're there all night and we also learn out that anacondas keep growing until they die so it's clear that the blood orchids are part of their ecosystem something they're eating them or something they're making that, them super snakes yeah, yeah. these delicious flowers will yeah. eat these instead of <laughs> mm. meat like a snake would do. 
Um, and this, because Jack at this point, I think, was on board at going home, but he actually finds a blood orchid. Yes. And so he's like, oh, they're nearby. We have to keep going. And this is when he just turns into a homicidal maniac. Yes, because he's got to get his blood orchids, and everyone's wanting to go home now. Yeah. He's like, no, we'll have to wait seven years to come back. They only bloom every seven years. Yeah. So. And, and Jack doesn't think about the fact that none of these people want to be here. So if he stays, he's going to have to kill people. And when he gets back home and he's the only person left, how is he going to justify that? He didn't think it through. I don't think you know, so. He was blinded by, by greed. And yeah. The blood orchids. These blood orchids, man. Yeah. yeah. The, the They'll do that you. to you. I've experienced it. <laughs> yeah. They put the blood orchids in the, the salads at Sweet Green. Yeah, I know. And that's an expensive salad. Pretty pricey. Pretty so. pricey. So everyone turns against Jack now that he wants to go back. And the southern girl brings up that Jack actually paid Bill 50K to keep going. So now everyone is just totally out on Jack. What? He's a bad guy. Nobody wants anything to do with him. And then Gordon kind of goes off on his own. And he wants to call somebody on this phone that they picked up from the wreckage of the boat that the captain was using. But Jack finds out that he's calling him. So he walks up behind him very menacingly. And he says, you know you want to do this. You know you want to find the blood orchid. Yeah. And there's a spider yes. we didn't mention earlier in the movie. It's called a stone spider. Yes. And when it bites you, it paralyzes you for two days. Yes. They kept it for research purposes in this bag. So as Morris Chestnut is calling somebody on the phone to come help them, Jack decides that he's going to unscrew the bottle where the spider is and throw it on Morris Chestnut <laughs> as a weapon of you know to bio incapacitate him so he can go get the orchids yeah yeah that's a very bold move to let that spider out thinking that it won't bite you or you might not throw it in the correct direction and then morris chestnut will just punch you in the face yeah pretty bold move yeah Uh, i guess chestnut wasn't looking i don't i don't remember he like wasn't paying attention he was dialing on the phone Ah, he just kind of like dumped it out on his arm and he's like ah yeah he gets bit and and then also morris chestnut is a huge guy. Yeah. And this venom, this toxin takes place in about 12 seconds and he's got, you know, he's incapacitated. Yeah, it's the Laba Dabu, Laba Babu, as they call it or whatever. What's that? Laba, it's what they call the stone spider in the native language. Oh, okay. He says, like, this is the Laba Babu. I don't remember the name. Yeah, well, he goes all like rigor mortis on us and can't get up. Goes rigor mortis. He's stuck there. Jack turns back to the crew. Their boat is made. So, like, all right, we got to go now. Uh, but uh, they say, where is Gordon at? And Jack says, oh, I don't know. He's just like chilling back there or something. And then they all go to check on Gordon, uh, who is now paralyzed, and there's an anaconda in the roof of the building that he is in that is just going to eat him. Yeah. So he he grabs him by the face and starts pulling they, him they, up. They, 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 that's actually a cool shot. They turn from the shore, and they see <laughs> this body of him just being lifted up through the air up to the roof, and that's when they run to go get him. Yeah. And uh, the snake, of course, is just eating him whole, and so everyone's screaming. There's <laughs> yeah. all the crazy stuff happening. And you realize how big it is because his little feet are sticking out of the snake's mouth, mm-hmm. and he's a big dude, so yeah. it's a big snake. Big it's snake. Rid- ridiculous. So they set the building on fire to kill the snake, and then, bad news, Jack has stolen the boat, and he is gone. See ya. And so they burned all of their boat-making material when they burned the building, Gabe. Dingus. Those oh, my dinguses. goodness. 
So they have to cut through the forest to cut Jack off. They're going to meet. So the, the river goes around this bend. They're going to go straight through. They don't think about, you know, they don't think this is a bad idea. They probably should have just swam after the boat because it wasn't very far. Yeah. Maybe 10 feet. You don't want to get in that anaconda sh- water. I guess. Yeah. Tons of anacondas in the water. How much do you think Whole Foods would sell anaconda water for? <laughs> uh, $5 for five, six ounces. 5 for six ounces. Yeah. Probably. But it had have, have like cool graphic design on it. So and it would have a, a stick resist. of asparagus in it. To make it look good. Uh, you don't remember that? The whole asparagus water? No. Thing? They got in trouble because they sold asparagus water. Mm, that sounds it, gross, it was like, actually. It was like tap water with a sprig of asparagus in it, and they sold it for like six bucks for a bottle. That sounds awful. And they were like, Whole Foods, you're insane. I did not hear about yeah, that. Yeah, it was, a, it was a big funny. debacle. It's pretty funny they think they can get away with that, though. Yeah. So they find Jack and the raft, but Jack has a gun from the um, where the cell phone was earlier, the captain that got blown up and eaten by the snake. So they find a gun, and Jack shoots Bill in the arm, and he makes everyone go with them. So Bill is incapacitated at this point because he's been shot in the freaking arm because Jack is a madman. He takes everyone to go find the orchids. They find what they call the mating ball, which is just this pit where all the females sit, and then all the males yeah. just come in and they just have sex snake and make orgy. snake babies. Yeah. Uh, the bad news is that the orchids are on the other side of the pit, and there's only a giant log that you can walk across <laughs> well, to get course. them. Of course, of course, of course. So, and, and it's not structurally sound, Matt. No, no, it could not be. <laughs> no, course. even though it's just sitting there. Yes. For a hundred years yeah, or whatever. However long. Yeah. Yeah. So Jack makes the southern girl go across and pick the orchids and put them in a backpack. The bag of orchids almost drops into this pit and Jack goes down to get them. But the bad news, Gabe, the spider that was in the bag that he decided Ah. to put back into the bag for some reason gets out and bites him. And bites him. So he goes rigor mortis style and just falls into this pit and he's gone as well. He's torn up by them snakies. And uh, Cole shoots the so so wait are the uh, yeah this oh is, yeah there's so much happening at this point <laughs> I'm so sorry my brain is just like jumbled. Uh, bitchy doctor gets a gas can uh-huh. from the boat that they were carrying and she's and she says to the snake like over here bitch yeah. it's weird <laughs> and makes it bite uh, the yeah it container. bites the gas can and it like shakes it out of her hands and so it's getting gas everywhere and then Cole shoots it with a uh, a flare gun yeah and it kills it i guess yeah it like sets it, it like, on fire it, oh oh it sets it on fire and it like runs back or slithers falls back into the mating ball and blows up the the mating ball yeah, yeah and then all of the sludge and mud just falls on landslide yeah but there is that thing with like 90s and 2000s movies where it was like if you were fighting this thing you would you would say like a Check, look, look, look at me here, you yeah. dumb thing, yeah. you stupid bitch. Come and then over would, here. Like, turn around and you're like, why are you talking to the snake like it knows what you're saying? Yeah, or as if, I don't think snakes can hear, so. I don't know. <laughs> I don't can know. they? I don't know. Do they have ears? I don't know how snakes work. I don't either. I don't, yeah. Snakes are horrible yeah. creatures. They're terrifying. Man, I, and then the last scene is them on the river. So the only people we have left are Bitchy oh, Doctor, the Southern Girl, Bill, and Cole. Yeah, that's all we have left. And we and just quickly, we don't have to talk about it. There is a scene where bad dialect uh, Southern girl cuts the head off of an anaconda. Oh yeah, the, the, I want to briefly mention it because it's like a five minute sequence, and it's so badly shot. It's in the dark. Yeah. Like almost the whole sequence is in the dark. And I'm not talking about like 
it's lit so we can see it. Like it, you can't see what's going on. Yeah, it's like flashes. They're in of, some caves. They're in some caves. They're yeah. underwater. They're, they're the tra- Asian guy dies when yes. he falls. Like yeah, Tran is uh, is his I name. His he name falls Tran, in like a hole and it leads him to this underwater uh, uh, cave, cavern. Cavern that's filled with water. Yeah. The snake gets him down there. Cole, they basically see like a snake hole and they try to escape and they crawl through it. And Anaconda is chasing them. Southern girl cuts its head off. And Cole's like, yeah, baby, what up now, snake? And then, of <laughs> course, another one takes him. Yeah. And you think he's going to die. And then he's getting pulled up into this tree and, like, about to get eaten. And Bill Johnson runs over and, like, ninja throws yeah, a knife style. into the snake's head. And that just stops it. And he's fine. Yeah. So that happened. Yeah. So they've been through a lot. It was a long sequence. So <laughs> it was ridiculous. Yeah, it's really, I'm sorry. I'm just telling you. Been through a lot. Now they're back on the river. It's just those four. And they are so lighthearted. They're yeah. joking. All of their friends died. Yeah. Well, like, I mean, you know, it didn't turn out as planned. I don't know if they're friends. Uh, but I mean, if you watch four people, like everyone yeah. saw everyone die. It was a, yeah, you're right. And yeah. they're all just like, huh, I can't wait to get home and take a shower. Like, How close am I to my bath? <laughs> yeah. The doctor just can't stop talking about her stupid bath. Oh, man. This anyway, movie was absurd. The last line is like, re- they're on the, the boat. And Bill Johnson says something, mm-hmm. and it doesn't. It doesn't matter. And then it kicks into this terrible like rock song, and it's over. Yeah, like a '90s alternative. So I don't even bad. know who the band was. It was ah, like this dead. isn't a popular '90s alternative band. No. Yeah, this this movie was uh, absurd and not good. Gabe, what are your thoughts on Anacondas Two? Um, Anacondas Two is not a good movie. You you shouldn't watch it for fun because it, it it's not a movie that's self aware. I don't think it's trying to be fun and funny like some sci fi movie sci-fi channel movies are so it's really not self-aware they were cashing in on how popular the first movie was there's been like five of these movies yeah i it's crazy uh they're not made well this one is no exception bad bad acting bad story bad ending bad cgi don't watch it (laughs) bad everything yes yeah like you said it's not self-aware like snakes on a plane is a novelty movie that knows what it is so it makes fun of itself and it's fun for that yeah this tries way too hard to recreate what the first one had which i i saw it a long time ago when i was a kid but i don't remember anything about it but i remember it being a lot more successful than this one it's not good but it's way better than this yeah and that probably stems from having better actors Sure. And I'm sure that the characters were more empathetic and the relationships were that so that when they were in danger, we were worried for them. But in this movie, I was never worried for anyone. And they they used jump scares in a dumb way. There were too many snake Dutch angles on the floors where it was like, <laughs> use that weird S pattern. Yes. They did it like 10 times in this movie. It's like, you can do that once maybe and then you've had your due. And then just, I don't know. It was just like the plot was just so... I know, first of all, it's unbelievable because there's never going to be a blood orchid that will make humans live longer. And, like, who's going to, you know, who wouldn't take, like, an army of people to go do this? And why don't they have a helicopter? Yeah. And why, yeah. like, why, why, there were things that could have been done that would have made this much easier for them. Right. Uh, so it, it just, all in all, was just not 
interesting. And I found myself looking at my watch often, oh, waiting to watch Shaun of the Dead. So many times. I wisely put Shaun of the Dead second, so I would have <laughs> something to look forward to during this movie. And um, overall, the performances are just terrible. I think that the Asian guy, uh, what was his name? Is it Jen? Uh, his name is Tran in the movie, Tran. but I, I forgot his uh, Tran. His I, I, name. I think he was one of the only good actors. I think Morris Chestnut did a good job in his role as well. But everyone's so flat and boring that it doesn't matter. Yeah. So yeah, don't don't watch Anacondas two. If you like the first one, maybe watch it. I guess if you want to get the anthology. <laughs> but there's three others you got to watch after uh, this. Yeah, I, I just. You don't even need to do that. Just don't, stick with the first one. Just don't and, do it. Because the first one's bad enough and funny enough. Mm-hmm. So. Watch snakes on a plane. Watch snakes on a train. Yeah. Yeah. Snakes on a... In a drain. <laughs> I will not eat them on a boat. <laughs> yeah. So, I, yeah. But, yeah. But they will eat you on a boat, as we learned in this movie. They eat a lot of people on boats. On boats, yeah. They yeah. love boats. They love boats. All right, that's it, Gabe. And today, we're going to get into our Metascore game. How's that sound? That sounds pretty good. Let's do it. All right, Gabe, what are our scores? So uh, Matt's still crushing me. I'm sitting at negative 200 points. Matt is at 100 points. Let's go, baby. I've, I've got some catching up to do here. <laughs> you know, the great thing about Metascore game, it can be done. It, it can. I don't think it will, <laughs> but it can. Um, we don't have that many rounds of this game left. We have like four, one, two, three, four. Yeah. So after, after today. So wow. I guess it's possible. Is it still ma- mathematically possible? Yes. Yeah, yeah. If I lose everyone and you get everyone right, I'm sure it'll happen. Yeah. All right. So I'm gonna go ahead and I'll I'll give you the clues first. Right. Uh, where's that ti- that patented timer? Uh, Rolex actually contacted us and had us design what we wanted to have, and they they shipped it to us for free. It's green, just um, like our logo. It's green. It's beautiful. It's made of emeralds, and, and it's ready to go whenever you are, Gabe. Okay, here we go, Matt. Your theme today on the Metascore game, America's favorite game show, is 21. Hmm. Here we go. The movie, 21. Okay. Gambling movie about blackjack. Yeah. 48. Hmm. 21 grams. Hmm. 70. Hmm. Mm-hmm. 21 Jump Street. Hmm. 52. Ooh, boy. Ooh, boy. Oh, baby. My initial instinct is that 21 Jump Street might be too low. Okay. I think people really liked that movie. I think it was well-received. I don't remember how critics felt about it, though. I didn't see it. That's important. I didn't see it either, to be honest with you. I also Um, didn't see 21, but it looked cool. I have seen 21. I think that's probably right. It was not a great movie. Okay. Um, And then what was the second one? 21 Grams. 21 Grams. Great movie. 70? 70. Ooh, that might be too low. This is a hard one. It's a hard one because I haven't seen 21 Jump Street, so I don't know really what to think about it. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Gabe, why do you do this to me? <laughs> um. Okay. I think I know. All right. I think I have a good idea. How many seconds do you have left? I have 10 seconds if I want them, which I don't, so I'm going to say now. 21 Jump Street is too low. Matt. You're right. Am I right? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, oh man. come on. Oh, is it like a 65 ish? Uh, 69. 69. Is that was that actually a good movie? People love it, man. Really? I, I didn't see it, like I said, so I can't I can't speak man, to it. But... I just assumed it wouldn't be that. I thought you'd be like, that's totally accurate. 52, not great. Wow. Mm-hmm. No. You, it, the the public beat on it was positive. You didn't fall for my tricks. Sorry, man. Sorry. I I, I figured uh, twenty one grams was probably around a right spot, and then yeah. twenty one is really not a not a good movie. Yeah. So. All right. Worse All right. than Anacondas two, according to Metascore. Yeah. Uh. That's yeah. That's true. Yeah. Ten so, points worse. Twelve yeah. points worse. So you just got how many points? A hundred points. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> So you're at 200. I'm at negative 200. I've got 400 points to catch up. I'm on a roll. I have to win every other game to break even. Yeah, and hope that I get... (laughs) Or I guess you could get something wrong and lose points. Okay. All right. Your theme is movies about snakes. And and I tried to get recognizable movies about snakes, so I just had to move to movies that involve snakes in some way. Okay. I like it. Snakes on a Plane. 35. Anaconda. One, thirty-seven. Blade Runner, eighty-nine. Snakes on a Plane, thirty-five. Mm-hmm. Anaconda, thirty-seven. Mm-hmm. Blade Runner, eighty-nine. 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 The Blade Runner scene I am referencing is the there's a like a cyborg woman who has a mechanical snake mm. when she's dancing right around her right right shoulder um i don't know the answer to this mm-hmm. as is the usual case <laughs> i'm going to say 89 seems very high but it's blade runner mm-hmm. which is beloved movie widely heralded as one of the best movies of all time well at least one of the best made movies of all time certainly one of the greatest sci-fi movies of all time uh, I don't doubt that Snakes on a Plane is a 35. That seems normal. I'm going to say Anaconda, and I think it might be slightly higher. Gabe, you second-guessed yourself. Snakes on a Plane is oh. a 58. Oh, my score. gosh. What's, Anacondas is really 37? Mm-hmm. Or Anaconda? Yep. Lower than this one. Wow. <laughs> How does score has some problems. It, it obviously has some problems. I, I love it, though. It feels harsh in the right ways most of the time. Yeah, so I just lost another 50 points. I'm at negative 250. We all win and lose sometimes, Gabe. But that concludes the Metascore game for today. Gabe, today was a, is a, is a, it was a tough episode. Anacondas 2 is a tough movie to just talk like the, about. Just like the skin of a snake. The skin of a snake. But you know what our saving grace is? Next week... We're talking about Shaun of the Dead. Do you ever think that modern life is not for you? Do you do the same dead-end job every day? Is your love life dying on its feet? To a wonderful mom. Oh... Have you ever felt that you're turning into a zombie? Maybe you're not alone. She said. Although no one official is prepared to comment, religious groups are calling it Judgment Day. It is vital that you stay in your homes. Avoid all physical contact with the assailants. 
Gabe is actually a zombie. He's yeah. just high, a high-functioning zombie. Yeah, high-functioning, yeah. Um, like Nick Frost at the end of the movie. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So. You can play video games yeah. the same way that yeah. he does. Yeah, I, I love Shaun of the Dead. I'm not afraid to say it already. I can't wait to talk about it. I love that movie. Uh, but if you want to find us on the social medias, Gabe, where can you find us? Yeah, at Rewind Cinema Pod on Facebook and Twitter. If you would like to email us, rewindcinemapodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Don't forget, like we said at the beginning of the show, if you'd like to call us and leave us a quick little voicemail, the number is 908 768 2636. Call and, us and tell us what you think. And that spells thought. out I Love Movies. Yeah, that's, that spells out um, Anaconda <laughs> Anac- Hunt for the Blood Orchid is the best movie ever made. That's a really long phone number. It works. Uh, don't ask yeah. me how it works. Uh, if they like the music, where can they find the music? Naturalanthem.net. Listen to those groovy tunes there. Mm-hmm. I hope they, you know, I hope they do a tour or something. They will maybe, someday. Maybe we can go listen to they them. They will someday. Live. They'll come through here. Yeah. Yeah. Natural Anthem provided by by them. Thank you again, Natural Anthem Fund, like I said, at naturalanthem.net. Well, that's it for us, Gabe. So until next time, watch more movies. Oh, Gabe, give me a drum roll. Here we go. Uh, all right, give me a bass line. Dum, 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 uh, what? Give dum, me a bass line. Dum, 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 give me a harpsichord. Give me a violin. Just announce it. <laughs>